Hey everybody and welcome to episode 9 of My Sentiments Exactly. My name is Kay and I'm your host. Season 1 is all about recovering from religiosity and I'm excited to have a special guest, Tamara, with me on the show to join the discussion. MSE Podcast is dedicated to talking about the hard stuff and facilitating the conversations necessary for growth, healing, transformation, and genuine community. Now it's your turn. My hope is that you finish this episode feeling empowered to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starters Deck available at bygracenp.com. May these cards inspire you to speak out and be heard, and may you be authentically embraced for the uniqueness of your journey. So Tamara, do you think that it's important to ask questions of God? Yes, ma'am. Very, very much so. Um, I, the, two reasons really I think it's important because it's biblical we have great examples within scripture of God asking questions of us and us asking questions of God we see Jesus modeling it um, from everywhere from when he was a youth in the temple asking questions uh, of the of the temple priests and leaders and elders and we have in Matthew, we have him asking of God himself on the cross, why hast thou forsaken me? And in the Old Testament, we have the example of God asking questions of Adam, for example, where are you? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and lastly, um, I think it's important because he's our father. And when we have questions, we should be able to go to our father. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, do you, for those that may get frustrated because they don't feel like he's answering them or, um, that what he's doing isn't making sense, what would you say to that? I think it's important to remember that you can't break God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I think, I think, I think that's a you know, is as frustrating as that might sound, he can take the weight of the questions of his children. And that that frustration sometimes comes from us fighting the pride within ourselves of Mm -hmm. timing um, just because it doesn't happen when we say it should happen. Gotcha. Um, and, and how we think it should happen, and even what it looks like when you know when it happens. So okay. a lot of that is is that when we're in that frustrated state, that we should probably be asking God to ch- give us a heart check. Mm, okay. Give us a heart check just to make sure that hey, am I am I trying to make you fit my agenda, Father? Okay. Um, yeah, you see what I mean? Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so true. So it's it's more of a heart issue for us than it is such of a problem with God. It could be uh, absolutely. I mean, now there there are some bad things that happen in this world. 
I mean, we're, we are living in a, I, I think to call it a crazy, strange time is an understatement, especially mm-hmm. for the body of Christ. Yeah. Um, and and I think we need to be better stewards of not just inquiring of God, but making sure, especially as Christian leaders like you and I and others who will be listening to uh, this we need to be mindful that we're available to give effective answers gotcha. and, and to and, and to be used to give those answers. Got you. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, how do you feel? Well, do you feel like we um, that people are encouraged to ask questions, whether it's in the um, local church or by um, local leaders, um, like, do you think that this um, communication is being encouraged um, in the local church? And if not, how do you feel like we can go about starting the necessary conversations um, so that people will feel comfortable asking questions? I'm going to give a resounding no for that. Okay. <laughs> that, that I don't that, – and and but it's because I actually have experience and written on this very very important thing, and it's okay. because of the fact that I actually believe that it's an assignment of the enemy that people can't ask questions. Gotcha. We've we, we we've kind of um, in our business of doing church and. Mm-hmm. and doing our programs and proving that we're effective communicators, people honor the preach, okay? okay. And, when, and when the preach happens in a teaching forum, people are going to respect the preach. Okay. And so, so, so it's just like something happening on a Sunday morning. It's not like if you're in a classroom and it, or in a Bible study environment that people are going to feel comfortable asking leadership questions uh, because they'll feel that it's very intrusive because it may sound familiar to Sunday. Nobody's going to interrupt you on a Sunday, although there are probably times when people probably should. But, (laughs) but, but, But people will honor how you present. And if you present in a in a, in a preach, they're, they're not going to ask questions. It can be very intimidating to do that. And, some some somewhere I would probably say about maybe fifteen twenty years ago, we kind of turned the Bible study into another opportunity to preach, oh, or okay. present or present wow. or present in a particular way. So people so people are getting information, but they might not necessarily be in a form where they feel comfortable to ask questions. Yeah. And really, and and really, that fed into the small group ministry. Okay. Okay. And so, yeah. when we started to develop small groups, that's when people would ask their questions. But depending upon who's in the group, we don't know what kind of answers they're getting. Okay. So, okay. so, so there's so there was kind of a, a thread that started to happen when when we when we got into the super preach and almost everything that we were doing within the confines of the building we push the questions out to people who may not be equipped and available to give effective answers. So I believe that this is yet another issue that's really on the onus of leadership to create those spaces 
where we're teaching, where we're effectively teaching, we're in an environment where people feel comfortable enough to ask those questions. I'm, I'm a very, very uh, great advocate of Bible study. Oh, yes. By a Bible, Bible study, but making it more of a classroom type environment where okay. no matter how old the student might be, that they can actually ask questions gotcha. and, and get quality answers. Gotcha. And because that even makes us better as Christian leaders, and we need not be afraid to say we don't know. Let most, us we'll find definitely. out together. <laughs> most definitely. Do you mm -hmm. think people stray away from asking questions also because it's kind of like brushed under the rug or kind of um, taken lightly, like, you know, just just pray about it. Like we're not even yes. you know, thinking about the issue, mm -hmm. but just, you know, give it to the Lord. Just, mm -hmm. just you know, those, those quick, fix, quick fix answers, do you think that plays a role as well? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um when we when we give titles to people, um, we put them in positions. Sometimes we don't read the bio, you know. And what mm -hmm. happens is, is okay. that we're not we're not, when we're not inspecting the bio or we don't know the bio speak, um, we can't. We'll, we'll put a doctor on something that happened in a church basement. And wow. when, when, when people when people get um, they hear Dr. So-and-so, and Dr. So-and-so is not giving good answers. Mm, okay. Then, then we stop. Then, then, people, then people retreat and because all we're getting back is just pray about it. Not, not knowing that there's a D.A. Carson, not knowing that there's a John Piper, not knowing that there's a Dallas Willard, that there are actually answers to the questions that they have because they're not expected to have to evaluate secondary resources like, say, you and I have to. Got you. Yeah. So, 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 we, so we've got some house cleaning to do, you know, on yeah. our side of the fence because everyone that we – honor and identify on a particular leadership level is they're not all equally equipped. Got you. And so our frustration, you know, you know, the people's frustration and, you know, and ours as well um, is we, we can't tell the difference because we don't always know the language that a bio has been sewn together with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. And I would even go so far as to say that, the quick fix answers that we give paint a false representation of God. Yes. And so because you're timid to ask questions of leadership, that that flows over to your relationship with God. And you yeah. know, well, he doesn't care enough to answer my questions either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I was looking – I'm trying to find a scripture here. I believe it's in – Jude and and I'm and I may misquote it here, so let me let me just make sure I'm going to say this. Oh yeah, it's um, Jude ten, and it's actually talking about um, false teachers, and and I think this is actually appropriate for what you know what we're talking about. And it says, okay. but these people blaspheme all that they do not understand, and they are destroyed by all that they like unreasoning animals understand instinctively. Mm, okay, and that caught that caught my attention um, 
some months ago when you know when I was doing some reading and investigation for a class on this particular thing. I do believe that there's such a thing as well-intended heresy, and okay. I and I, okay. and I and I and I think that there there are people who are genuinely interested in teaching and genu genuinely interested in the in per participating in the in the teaching forum. And they make some really, really bad errors, really, really bad errors, and that and that frustrates people. That mm -hmm. that really frustrates people. And then they go to Google University or Facebook University, <laughs> you know, and and they knit up some theology that's all their own. Got so, you. so we, like I said, we we as uh, Christian leaders have a responsibility to make sure that we are giving good answers to 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 good questions. Um, uh, like like I said, I, I think what happens is is that when people see position, uh, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes that runs up against authority. Okay. <laughs> you you yeah. know what I what I mean? And they believe that because you're in the position, you have the authority and anointing to to give effective stuff and we don't always do that we don't gotcha. always do that so so i like i said i think sometimes we do ourselves a disservice in addition to the people you know when we do things like that got you so would you say that you need to be in seminary in order to be able to give questions because for i mean give like you know adequate answers to people's questions um do you think that that's that's a necessity? I don't think so. Uh, you said to give to give good answers that you need to be in seminary. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I, I I don't think so. I I believe that you can effectively pastor. Um, I believe that you can effectively evangelize. I think um, that you can effectively um, exercise in the prophetic office. Um, I would hope that if you are a teacher, that you have been taught. I would hope that if you are acting in an apostolic fashion, that that you have a certain amount of teaching under you. But if you, I believe that if, especially if you're pastoring a church, I would hope that you would at least have a, a teaching resource. Got you. It, you know, because, you know, just like running a business, the person running a business doesn't always have to have, <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't have to have the skill set in order to effectively, you know, run every position. But I would hope that they would seek out a teacher. Um, and, it, and it really, to me, and, and this is just an opinion, to me, it doesn't mm -hmm. require a seminary. It, it doesn't require a seminary. Um, I believe in just having a good class to teach people how to read the Bible. Okay. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, so yeah, I don't think I don't think you have to spend tens of thousands of dollars to go to seminary to be effective. Same. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. But uh, if you're going to identify yourself as a teacher, I think maybe you should. Okay. Okay. Got you. So it would all depend on the role that you're playing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Got you. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that um, because I think a lot of people, um, also in addition to you know being able to read the Bible, also providing resources. Mhm. Mm 
for people. Like instead of expecting people to find it on their own, how about right. have those resources like available? Oh, that's good. Yeah. You know, and um, teaching people how to read the Bible, and I also think um, emphasizing on those who have maybe received um, training, and you know, like you say, it doesn't even have to be seminary, but if you are in a leadership position, making sure that you're using your knowledge to help train yeah. others. Yeah, yeah. This. I don't. I just don't think that you should be amassing any type of information about the kingdom without reciprocity, without reproduction. Oh, you, you know, it, you you don't you don't go to seminary. You don't go to divinity school for you. I mean, yes, yeah. yes, we get blessed by it, but the but the overall goal should be for for the sake of reproduction and exchange with with, with our fellow members of the body. Most definitely. Mhm. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, so going in the in the well, I guess with the understanding that it's not just for you. Right. Right. I Absolutely. Think it's important. So for yeah. those that are that may be unable to go um, that would desire to go, again, not making it a requirement, but for those that would desire to go but can't, as yeah. if you're kind of standing in the gap for them. Yes, yes. Because, you know, the things that we read, it's some of it's not fun. Some of it's not entertaining. And it's necessary, but it's it, it, it's 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 just not meant for public consumption, and the onus is really on us to help filter that down, to you know, to put it in something where someone who is barely literate can understand it, not just those oh, with post-secondary education. You, you yeah. know that 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 filter needs to be us. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a great point you're bringing up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's important because for some people it's not feasible or it's not realistic for them. Yeah, yeah, or financially, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I totally agree. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think training is lacking when it comes to um local churches and, and leadership. And like you said, Bible study has become just a platform to preach. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, for midweek services, like, you know, if you do have Bible study, um, it should be an opportunity for everyone to learn, to grow, um, but also to have discussion. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I I don't know if you have the opportunity to ever take any classes at the university in you know in in class. Mm-hmm. Um before we moved to Dallas, um I I was in the Hampton Roads area and and I had you know was able to be in the classroom uh for a couple courses. And I there is something so rich about watching the Holy Spirit move on a great question. Oh, uh, yeah. There, uh, that 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 encourages great revelation, great insight. 
And it can come from somebody who doesn't know too much and nothing about the word, yeah. you know, it, or, or is a novice. It doesn't always have to come from, you know, the head. But there's something that's I, – I think that we miss things when when we're not leaving room for those great questions. I, I've been in those environments, and, and I'll tell you, they've blessed me to this day. <laughs> you, yeah, you know, right. and like I said, I honor preaching. I do, preaching's wonderful. Preach, preaching's great, but I don't. But I don't believe we should hide behind it. That's not the mm. only vehicle. Okay. It's not the only vehicle through which the Holy Spirit has the ability to speak. Got you. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. The the idea of hiding behind preaching so that you can avoid those those questions. Mhm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's so true. That's so true. Um. So if for for those leaders that may have gone to seminary, that may be um, pastoring, um, or in you know leadership positions, why do you think those? Why do you think those people avoid? tough questions like it's one thing if you don't know how to how to study or you don't know how to approach God but for those that are are considered standing in the gap for for lay persons why do you think even we hide maybe hide behind preaching and, and want to avoid those questions if we're supposed to be standing in the gap you know I don't know I I, I don't know yeah. um I think I, I've seen it from various, you know, avenues. I, I think I have you by a few years age-wise, and I know that there there are people who are raised in the church, raised within, you know, leadership, and just stay within that vein, gotcha. and and think gotcha. that that and believe that that's enough. Gotcha. And, I, and, and like I said, that that's fine. Like I said, God. God can use anybody, you know, what, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. In, in whatever role. And, and, but sometimes I think that there's too much on the pastorate. Um, okay. That particular office in particular, I, I, I think we require them to be something that they don't always have to be. Wow. Okay. You, yeah. you know, because you, you see some pastors who are great at the bedside, you know, they're yeah. great. They're great at the care and everything, but the teaching might not necessarily be effective, and that, and that's not necessarily their station. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what gotcha. I mean? But then, no. but then we. But I'll, I'll I'll just say this one thing. I don't. I I want to emphasize the fact that it's not that I'm anti-preach, oh, but yeah. I do. But I do want. But I do want to make the point that. We need to be aware of the fact that preaching is not a part of the fivefold ministry. Mm. It could have been. It could have been. And so sometimes I think what happens is is that with the preach, we think <laughs> that that person, yes, because this person can preach, they are a teacher. Because this person can That's preach, they are a pastor. Because this person can preach, they are an evangelist. And we put the we put people in places and elevate people in places that they don't necessarily need to be. Got you. Um, okay. So I think I, I my prayer is is that our discernment get elevated 
when we're looking for people to promote and elevate and you know we we need we need a refreshing of our discernment so i i, I so because sometimes i think if you talk to people behind closed doors they'll tell you that they're in the position because somebody told them that that's where they were supposed to be mm, okay yeah I, yeah i totally understand that you know, and and they may not feel free to maneuver into something else. Got you. Got you. Or or automatically placing people in positions like because you can preach, you should pastor. Yes. 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 Got you. Yeah. So and and sometimes even for them, I don't I don't always believe that they feel safe enough to disagree with what someone else said about them. Yeah. And I that and I think that's sad. I, I think that's sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day and like we become more dependent upon people for our calling and for positions than we yeah. are. Not. Yeah. 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 I I can totally see that. I can totally see that. Yeah. I that's you made a really a really good point um, that pastoring looks different depending on the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we limit it to one type of image um, and one one you know set of job descriptions. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it definitely varies. Like you have yeah. those that specialize more, like you said, in in the visiting and. Um, you know, practical, practical things outside of mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like pastoring is not just preaching behind the pulpit. Right. Right. Yeah. And, 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 but, believe it or not, that's all around questions. Mm-hmm. People in different spots, uh, not being afraid, they're they're afraid to question openly, discuss openly. Maybe I'm in the wrong spot. Maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. So that silence, that that those questions are going to get answered. It's gotcha. just it's just a question of who's going to answer them. Mm, okay, gotcha. you know what I mean. Uh, so is it is, like I said? Is it going to be Google that answers them? <laughs> is it, okay. Yeah. Is it is it is it is it, it going to be a, an evil ear that answers it. That, that that's how come I believe that this that this whole thing about not being free to even ask of our father. I I think that that's I I, I just I see evil in it. I you know I know yeah. that might be extreme for some people, but I see us not asking questions of our father of each other. Being transparent with one another, I think all of that's just wrapped up. That and that affects more than just um, the the people in the pews, if you will. That that affects what happens in the pulpit as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so true, and I've even seen more Christians leaning towards mediums and. Yeah. Um, you know, when you when you speak of evil, um, that's just an observation. Like I've seen more of the people are depending on things outside of the yeah. spirit and outside of God to give them answers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they're more you know, like it's just it's just very interesting to to see um people lean more towards the the spiritual but not the good spiritual. Yeah, yeah. For for answers. Yeah. And some of us we lazy too. Right? you know, some of right. some of it's just laziness. Most definitely. Uh, you know, it's it's not just all on you know one one person uh, to give answers, but uh, but like I said, a lot of it just goes back to the our ability to access poor information without evaluation. Oh, that was a bad cliche right there. But it's <laughs> but 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 you know um, one one of the things that I learned early on is not just what said, but who said it. And yeah. and what and what is their history? <laughs> what what is their background? You know, like Paul Paul had credibility, but part of Paul's credibility had to do with who he sat under. You know, right. even on, even yeah. on the Jewish side. So a lot of us don't uh, even in our inquiry, we're not very good at uh, examining sources. Okay, got you. Yeah, I'm write that down myself. <laughs> At the end of the day, it goes back to it being a heart issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, like you said, we're 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 not going to break God one iota. This message has been around, and 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 I think we need to be mindful of that, even with the hard questions. You know, like yes. like I said, evil and and and. Even things like racism and and our you know our social economic type of issues that we're having right now, he can handle it. Most definitely, he yeah. can handle it. Um, and and he is the heart fixer. So so like I said, if you're not going to ask questions of your father, who exactly are you going to talk to? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I think once we we are okay. With asking him questions and feel comfortable with him as our father, then we won't be running to other sources and other things um, yeah. for those answers. Yeah. And asking in faith, too. Let me make sure okay. I go yeah. with the Bible on that, that, that we ask in faith so we're not functioning in a double-minded state. Definitely. Most definitely. And what do you mean exactly by um, asking from, like, a double-minded place. Ask, asking and not and, and only doing it in a half-hearted way. But I, but I, I still think that that's a pride issue, where okay. I'm gonna ask because I'm supposed to ask <laughs> because okay. I say I'm a Christian. But, but at the same time. I'm gonna do me, and I'm not gonna accept it unless it looks like what I want it to look like. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're asking, but you're also trying to control the answer. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. I think that sums all of it up in one. Yeah. 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 We also don't ask because we can't handle not being in control of the answer. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's it. I should write that down too. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna write it down too. Like that's so true. 
But that goes back to what I was thinking of. That's James. You know, that's, that's that James 1. If, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God yeah. who gives generously to all without reproach. And it will be given to him, but let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind for that person must not suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. That's that's the one I was looking for. <laughs> Got you. Got you. Yeah, and I think even in terms of doubting, doubting instead of drawing us to God to ask questions, it keeps us from asking. Like it's it's yeah. used as like a a, a hindrance. Mm-hmm. Like. You should never doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but instead of drawing away or running away from God because of doubt, that should be the very vehicle to take you to God. Yeah. Which seems yeah. so contradicting, but your doubt should be the very platform from which you ask God's questions. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it's either seen as one end of the spectrum or the other. Either you do not doubt at all or you're doubting to the point of I'm questioning your salvation. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That That's good. And either but, like, side is not healthy. <laughs> right, right. Like you said, I, one of the, one of the – one of the biggest things I had to keep in mind, you know, even in academic study is you're not going to break this book and yep. you're not going to break him. Yeah. <laughs> and this is your creator you're talking to. Yeah. This is your, this, so <laughs> the capacity that you have is a given capacity. Most so definitely. that means your creator had the ability to make it so you couldn't question nothing at all. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> so I, 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 like I said, I love questions. I, I, I love them. I love the ones I don't know the answers to. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love, I love that because that is another opportunity to get in this book and go in, <laughs> to, you know, to go in in prayer, to go deeper with the Holy Spirit. That's it. I look at questions as a great invitation. Wow. The, you know, you know, I, I, love I that. Yeah, I, I, it just like I said that just fuels me. That's 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 what drove me to university was questions. Question, yeah. Questions was why I was there, and taking an ownership of my faith. And it just so that's happened it. that it was it just so happened that while I was in there, that he said, "Well, you can't clearly think that this is all just for you, can you?" <laughs> mm. I remember that day. I remember that day I'm sure. where where I were, and it, it was one of it was one of my professors that actually had to pull that out of me. Wow. I'm like, I'm learning so much, and it's great. And he's like, Well, what are you gonna do with it? And I'm like, Well, what do you mean? I'm well, I'm I'm gonna serve, I'm gonna serve the Lord real well. Thank you very much, and you know, <laughs> and I'm go I'm gonna know him better. And he was like, No, there's a responsibility with that. Yeah, that was that was one thing that really um, inspired me to really focus on this for the first season um, Uh 
because, you know, when I was at Regent for, I did attend on campus for undergrad. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I realized that I was, I, the way we're raised is to not ask questions, to not doubt, to not mm-hmm. seek, really seek God. Um, but we don't even really realize it until that's challenged. And so I'm in class and the professor asked, well, if God is, if Jesus was God in the flesh, did God die on the cross? Yes. I love that. Yeah. So I'm closing my textbook. Like, where is the exit? (laughs) (laughs) First of all, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. y'all are heretical. Mm -hmm. I know y'all are not questioning God. You know, and, and my classmates, you know, were joining in the discussion like yes I was considering this the other day and you mm-hmm. know they're, they're going through this discussion and I have nothing to add because I have never questioned him mm-hmm. and that was like a reality check for me like I've never asked questions of God like that's that's always and the more, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe they'll stop right there. And it kept uh-huh. getting worse, and, like, they're asking more questions. And it's just, like, this is necessary. And, like, yes. my first yes. instinct was to shrink back, like, I'm not even going to go there. But yeah. then I started analyzing, like, why don't I want to go there? Yeah. Like, it's not because I feel like I'm disrespecting him. It's because. I can't handle going there because yeah. it really might make me doubt him. Yeah. So it's really more of a faith issue and a heart issue for me than it is I don't want to question him because I don't want to disrespect him. Yeah, yeah. But I'm using disrespecting him as an excuse to, like, cover up my fear in trusting someone that I can't see. Yeah, but, it's, but it just goes back to that. Could you could you go your entire existence and never ask a question of your parent? True, true, yeah. You know, be be that father mother. So I I mean to to, to not ask for understanding, even though clearly in the word it says it's you, you know it's something we can do, but even on the Abba front, God. you really you really gonna go through and not ask? <laughs> Yeah. You know that yeah. that that was that was like I said that was what drove me there because and I, and I talked about this a few weeks ago. I am not someone who consistently stayed in the faith. I I, I got saved, went in the water very very young, um, around around seven, and mm-hmm. I didn't understand the culture that I was looking at. I looked at you know because children are curious, you know, and Most we're. Definitely. And what happened is, is is that I began to look at as a person of color, um, and that's a, that's a whole other package right there as far as questioning God. But but looking at well, how come our church buildings look like this? Okay. Does he does he does he like you know does he like white people more than he loves black mm-hmm. people? Do we now? Now this is as a kid asking these questions. Wow! And wow. and what happened? And what I now know is is that 
I came to a conclusion in my in my own brain uh, as a kid, okay, so I see people running, I see people shouting, but they don't really they really can't tell me what the message was about. They can't tell me what the sermon was about. And they're telling me that this is the spirit of the Lord showing up. Wow. And I and, and in my head, I can't quite figure this out. And I'm like, well, then how come? You know, I, I I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not figuring out why why um I'm memorizing. Be you transformed by the renewing of your mind? Okay, well, how come we're not? How come we're not? <laughs> you know, changing. So it and yeah. and not getting effective answers. I came to the conclusion. Oh, okay. Then as a person of color, the only the only I'm supposed to go down in the water and get saved and accept Christ and then wait to die. Got you. Because what, yeah. because, so as a kid, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, okay, well, I don't want to go to hell. I'm, I'm down. I'm okay. Then let me, then let me get in this here water. <laughs> let, 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 let me say Jesus is Lord. Let me, let me say, yes, yes. I believe the word. I believe all of this stuff. But I'm supposed to come here, and we're supposed to have a good time, and and then we just wait for what comes after. And, I mean, what I now know is, is that I was just in a community that was void of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't oneness or anything like that because we we acknowledge the Holy Spirit. We acknowledge the triune uh, nature of God. But we didn't actively engage. There was no uh, receiving of the Holy Spirit. I didn't even know to desire it. Wow. Um, and it wasn't. And it wasn't until I rededicated and and actually received the Holy Spirit that I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> got you. And and that and that's when I be you know that that was my draw to begin to ask questions to wow. really, really take ownership that that's when the fire really got for me was oh oh, oh I can ask all kinds of questions okay let me go in here mm-hmm. and see what you know that that was my that was my watershed moment if you will that was when I just got really excited on fire for God really was behind questions and the fact that he could handle them and knowing that yeah. he had good answers yeah. <laughs> And then, like I said, and then one day it was, well, they're not just for you. Got you. So I was like, well, what do you mean they're not just for me? Because these are good, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so was, but but it was no. This is this is not just for you, madam. It, it has to go um, in other places, and it's for the body. So yes, I I am a fan of questions. You know yeah. that that drive that drives me. And like I said, when I run into one I don't know, I get excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and rightfully so. Mhm. I, th- I think we all should. Yeah. Most definitely, I think that's a very, very powerful story. Um, because I think it's it's a lot. Um, it's something that you see a lot in yeah in in churches, but we're not. We 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 don't even realize it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You're, you're going through the motions and you you're doing all these things and you don't even realize that it that the local church might be void of the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like I said, it it took. I walked away not knowing that that's what was wrong. Um, And and just you know just 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 not knowing that 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 was that if I had had that experience, that I probably in in my mind I I don't know if I would have ever left. Because uh, because I you know because I've been on this you know, this refreshed journey, you know, for over a decade now. And I couldn't, I couldn't see my life without it. I couldn't see, you know, even after military service and everything, it just took me this long to find my purpose in him. And, and, but, but I, but, but I believe that that, that, but that was because of the absence of the spirit and, 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 but the, but the departure had to do with the fact that I, I, I had questions, and mm-hmm. what I was seeing just wasn't adding up. I but but I think that that's one of the reasons why we're we're to come to him as children. Yes, <laughs> children that ask you all kinds of crazy stuff. Most definitely, <laughs> most definitely. That's why childlikeness is so encouraged. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 by us getting away from that in our in our relational in our church relationship with one another um that that's why i said i think i think that that silence breeds hidden frustration and slowly but surely makes us apathetic and indifferent you know you know because we're not talking to each other we're not challenging one another most definitely you know you know we're not questioning that's how come when when you had uh the topic of questions, I was like, yes, yes, I, yes. <laughs> that, that, that's such an important discussion to be having right now. I, I think it is so important. So thank you for, thank you for taking this on board. Yeah, like I think it's, I think it's totally necessary, um, totally necessary um, because a lot of people have, like you did, have walked away. Because mm-hmm. what I'm hearing and seeing isn't lining up, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. once once we have a space where we can actually talk about these things and ask questions, um, people will be able to figure out their own relationship with God and to establish mm-hmm. that not based off of what they've been taught or not based it off mm-hmm. of what they've seen from other people, but because they have an experience with Him their, themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let the roots go deeper. Yeah, most definitely it has to. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. So, did did you have anything else? Um, any like lasting thoughts that you wanted to share? Um, just on this topic. No, like I said, I think, I think he's worth pursuing. Most definitely. I, I think he's worth asking questions of. He's got good answers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he, he's got he's got great answers, and I you know I I kind of think that it, that in places where people you know may feel like they're in a fellowship where they can't get quality answers, mm-hmm. hey, um, take that to the Lord. Take, take 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 that to the Lord. Um, you know, I, I've, I've seen churches send their leadership to school. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. like send, send, send someone to university, send, send someone to classes. I, 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 I've seen, you know, both ends of the spectrum, but, but, but he's worth it. He, 
don't be afraid. And I, I don't want any member of the body to be afraid to question yeah. God. Like I said, our Father will answer. We might not always like it. And in the middle of answering yeah. it, he might tell us some strange stuff about ourselves. That's what we don't want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but just to, just to have that open heart and that humility to accept what our Father is saying to us. He's talking. You know, and and he's ready to and he's ready to answer, but but like I said, I we're not we're not going to break him. We're not going to break him. Yeah, he can there, handle. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. So don't don't be afraid, and and don't be, don't be afraid. Fine, you know, but don't settle for the first thing you see on Google. You know, okay. yeah. <laughs> check Good out your God. sources. <laughs> Check out your sources. Yeah. Google is not God. No, it is not. Yeah. I, I definitely think that's important. Yeah. So like, thank you so much for, for being a part. I really appreciate it. Um, you've definitely um, added valuable input to this discussion. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Like I said, I'm excited for what you're doing. I was just telling some people the other day um, about the what was it, by grace, not perfection. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I, I'm excited for what God's doing to and through you, and thank you so much for letting me participate in this. Wow, to God be the glory. That that means a lot. Thanks to everyone for tuning in, and make sure that you connect with Kamara on social media. Did you enjoy this episode? I'd love for you to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starter Stick, available at bygracenp.com. Be sure to leave a review on one of MSE's listening platforms, share with a friend, and join the My Sentiments Exactly Podcast community on social media at MSE Podcast. The podcast is available for listening on all major streaming platforms, bygracenp.com, and on my mobile app. Hope to hear from you soon.